Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? It is FMC here on FIFO. Look, look at that. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Both got our coffee. I'm Jerry Lambert. SV3 is here. Alex McCarthy is supposed to be joining us. Who knows where he is? He claims to be like busy or something. It's it's morning for us. It's afternoon for him. It's like one o'clock for McCarthy. He's still on lunch. He's still on a lunch break, ladies and gentlemen. It's not it's not Friday morning coffee for him. It's Friday morning ham and cheese. I was trying to think of what 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 is a c word that Friday Friday morning cold cuts for for McCarthy. There know. you go. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Double C. Uh, <laughs> SP three. Let's start. We were talking a little bit off off air. Uh, actually, before we start, I gotta I gotta show SP three. You got kids. This yeah. is this is Penguin. Oh, and, and then this is uh, I'm sure I'm sure you're very familiar with the doc. The oh, doc oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh, yeah, that's that's the goat right there, man. We <laughs> put that on for my daughter, she'd be loving that. Be loving <laughs> that. My daughter just got I don't have it in the room right now, but she just got this like big, like Olaf that's like her size, uh, and like you know, you know, the Olaf nose with the with the with the carrot and stuff, it's it's abnormally large. So, you know, um, the first thought in my head, but I ain't say it. And then wifey going to be like, oh, look at Olaf. He got a big orange dick on his face. <laughs> you can't say these things around the kids. You can't say these things around the kids. I- I'm telling you what I was like, what I was thinking. Look, look, I get I get in enough trouble. I'm, I'm throwing out the euphemisms all the time. There's Alex McCarthy. Alex, we're talking about kids and stuff right now. You you missed it. But this this is Penguin, Alex. This is this is Penguin. Alex is not paying any attention. And Doc, you're familiar with the Doc wow. Stuffins? Doc. I mean, wow, you've you've hit me early. Um, <laughs> you've come out strong out the gate. If you want to talk random toys, man, I've got stuff for days round yeah. here. We we, we don't talk this? about you know this. this how how about this show? King Boo? King oh. Boo's in the house. Hold up. Pull out the Molly Wop right there. Uh, we were talking uh, about we were talking about uh the dick on Olaf's face, Olaf from Frozen. SV3 was talking about yeah. his, his giant orange dick. <laughs> that's, I mean, no, it's, that's, si- it's sizable. That's what my wife said. I I, I, I thought it. <laughs> I thought it, but she's the one that said it out loud in front of my kids. So it's not my fault. <laughs> oh, I see I, I get in trouble. I, I make the, the euphemisms that only only me and the EP understand. The kids don't understand it. And I'm always worried that like at some point they're going to catch on to this stuff and I'm going to get in real trouble over it. <laughs> uh, I, I started doing the earmuffs. The earmuffs. That's the thing. Oh, very with. nice. Yeah, they, very they, nice. they're about to be two. So now it's earmuffs time, man. Thank you, Vince Vaughn and Old School. I've been using that <laughs> yeah. for years. I use that on all my nephews and now I'm using it on my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I still love that scene. Cock balls. Okay. Okay, Frank. Okay. It's like all you have um, to say is earmuffs. Like, <laughs> what, what, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? All you gotta say is earmuffs. Then you can earmuffs. Cock balls. Oh. <laughs> tremendous uh, film. Absolutely tremendous film. It is legendary film. Yes. Piven. Yes. Piven does Piven does a great role there. 
by the yeah. way. Before before the days of Ari Gold, this is oh, Kevin. <laughs> I was about to say, Alex, I, I actually just got HBO Max, so you know what I'm binge-watching, right? I'm up to season two. I'm about to do a video on the True Hill Heat Patreon, probably raking the seasons. So, Alex, oh. if you're down, just let me know. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I, I need in on this. I'm a big Entourage fan. Yeah. I've, I've been watched all of Entourage. I need it on this. I'm just booking nice. myself for shit. When, nice. tur- you know, <laughs> when, tur- when Turtle was fat, it's great. Yeah. It <laughs> and it's crazy for me because I actually just finished uh, binge watching Power, which Turtle is the, uh, the lawyer on. So it's oh, like, it's a, yeah, yeah. I, li- I like to think of it as a big world where after Entourage was done, Turtle went to law school because he already went to school <laughs> for his business degree. So he went to law school, he got his law degree, and then he wound up on power. Same universe. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've got to be honest, right? The original power, I was a massive fan, huge fan. And I, and I was so kind of annoyed by the ending. I haven't given any of the spin-offs a go. The the the, the next spin-off with Tommy, I'm perhaps willing to give a go. But fuck Tariq. Can I swear? I don't know. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> you know. Come on now. Come on now. One of, the, one of the biggest villains in TV history is Tariq. Like, literally, nah. you, know, you know, like, Romeo and stuff. He doesn't watch uh, Power Book 2 Ghost because he hates Tariq so much. No, no. But... Seriously. He's got go-away heat with me. Like, I left the series because of Tariq. I said, no. Not doing it. And I've seen the adverts of Tommy. I'm like, you know what? I'll come back for Tommy. But no. <laughs> and and watch Power ah. Book 3, Raising Kanan. Because it gives you the backstory on Kanan and Jukebox. Mm. So that's a good one. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. I can get behind 50. But still. I don't know, man. I was mad. I've, I was mad as hell. I've got to watch Power. I've heard so many great things about it. I mean, 50. Like, I grew up listening to 50. So I, I've mm. got to get in. On power, there's so much to watch, man. So much to watch. I need to make it a point. I, I, watch power. I, I would argue that until like the, the final season of power is just a bit, oh, because like without giving too much away, it's like it's basically a whole series of different perspectives of one single event, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of lame. But the the series leading up to that are some of the most gripping TV I've ever seen. It's so yeah. good, like so good. So um, yeah, prior to that. Get on, get on the train, Jeremy. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. Prepare to have your heart broken and be mad like me, but, you know, get on the train. To, to not give too much away, the, the the first five seasons, at the at the center of it, it's about a love triangle, and then that love triangle kind of ends after the fifth season. Mm. So that's why. The, and also, I just watched an interview with the creator, Courtney Kemp, and she said she had enough material for five seasons. So when, when she said that, I was like, <laughs> This makes totally sense why it does. season six it is does. like a big drop off because she says she says the same thing. The love triangle is the center. So then I had to do talk tell this story and tell the more of the Tariq growing up. And it was like, yeah, that's why it fell off. <laughs> this is this is I when agree. you just gotta like end shows early. Like if you only mm. have enough material for five seasons, just like the wire ended at the perfect time. They didn't have anything mm-hmm. else, go for it. Dexter extended way too long and, and oh. became a mess. Like, it just, did you watch New Blood, Alex? I did. I did. Yeah, okay. I did. Oh. I, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to upset you here. I, I felt like the newest season was was actually a good uh, way to come back and finish it because the original yeah. finish I thought was heinous. I said this on yes. Twitter, and there was and there was very mixed reactions. People, like, oh, it wasn't very good. I thought it was good. The latest series, um, but 
I mean, that's the thing. To the Trinity Killer, the first Dexter, again, I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest show of all time. Um, the, the home stretch of the original Dexter is absolute ass. It it's is awful. God, like, awful. What, what they do to his sister, I, I'm at, like, I mean, oh my God. You know, they started like a love. I was so, why? Why did they do that? They teased like a love thing. I was so when bad. they When she drives the car into the lake, like when they're, yeah. I, I, do you remember this scene? They drive the car into the lake. This is one of the worst scenes in television, television <laughs> history for like a good show. Like Dexter is a good show. And then there's this, scene. I don't show. remember what season it is. It's God awful. She drives the car into the lake and they come out, they're like dry and everything. It's just, it's just awful, <laughs> awful television. Yeah. The, worst, the way the they signed Dexter, Dexter off after eight seasons oh. right, as, as the Bar Harbor Bookshop in the original run is so trash. I like the terrible. way they've done it this time. It's so much more poetic and well done. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad they came back and gave it a decent finish. No, you were, you were not going to upset me with that. I said, oh, because I was excited because I've not talked about Dexter with anyone. To talk I'm about it because reviews. I love the new season. Oh, I love, I love the season. I thought it was fantastic. It was, it was definitely a fitting in to to what Dexter deserved compared to go off and be a lumberjack. That whole ending. Oh they, God. You know what? Um, what's what's different between like the UK and US sometimes is like uh, I don't know if if you guys have ever really got the into you. Some... <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and <laughs> until a lot of our series are like which six episodes, bang, done. That's it, right? So if you ever yeah. watched, like, I don't know if you've watched the UK Office. Yeah, six series. Is there, yeah. There's two series, six episodes. Thank you very much. Um, and it's the same with um. Have you watched Line of Duty? That's like one of our best ones at the moment. It, yeah. It's it's incredible. It's all about the English uh, police force, like the corruption and stuff. Same thing. Whatever. I think there's three series, six episodes. Like they they don't. It doesn't have to stay. It's welcome. The good ones. The bodyguards great over here as well. If I can get you guys on on a ton of stuff over here, <laughs> um, but like all of them, like anything that kind of runs on the BBC, which you know HBO equivalent it's not but where there's great shows <laughs> they're always short runs and i feel like that's it sometimes it's frustrating but when i think about now the amount of stuff that's run too long like seldom can you name a show that actually had, went like the perfect length like i remember like breaking bad i think like the walls were falling off but like i actually quite like the ending of breaking bad i think Same. like as yeah. when i think when i think about like you know game of thrones i was fuming um, oh, you know, oh. Walking Walking Dead's got like seventeen seasons too long. Uh, like, there's just <laughs> there, there's a lot of them like that where I just think uh, I gave up with Walking Dead. I think I got to season twelve. Twelve. Like, yeah, wow. Something like that. And I, and I'd gone. You know, I'd already been watching for like three or four years, three or four seasons, just because, just because I'd already invested a lot of time. And right. I was like, no, you know yeah. what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you do it to me anymore. <laughs> Walking Dead. You've lost my custom. Yeah, it was. They, they've got fear of Walking Dead as well. Like they had spinoffs. That is that show still on? Like legit? Is that show still I, on? I think so. The, the, the I, original I, or, or fear? I don't know. I have no idea. I watched like a couple episodes of the the first season, and then I was like, it's not my style. First off, I'm not. I'm not into that kind of uh, that kind of genre of of stuff. I was like, I'm not watching this. And then I see people just like basically nowadays, anything I see about the Walking Dead it is people complaining. But who are yeah. too like too invested to get out at this? So point. WWE, and, 
Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there's, no wrestling talk. there's no wrestling talk on this show. We all knew that- it. You didn't have to say it, but that, that's exactly like what, what I see from people on the timeline who talk about this show. It's like, I hate this show. It's the worst ever, but they keep watching because they are so invested at this point. Yeah, yeah true. it's it's the it's it's that type of mentality, and even shows that you know I love like Entourage. Like, see, we all know where that where it fell off is season seven when they yeah. went the drug the drug room. <laughs> literally, literally, season eight was necessary to clean up what happened it in was. season seven. Like, how do you how do you end season seven with him getting in a fight with Eminem? They fought Eminem. Eminem, Eminem slapped him. Yeah. He was in a relationship with Sasha Gray the whole season. Oh man, that that whole that whole I will never forgive them for season seven. Let's like let's not complain about Sasha Gray being on the, the, the oh no TV oh no the entire time though. No no, I was fine with that. It was just where they took Vince's, they got too serious. Like the thing about Entourage was there was a lot of like stakes. There was some serious, but it was always at the root was the comedy, was Ari, was drama, was Turtle, like mm. the people that brought the comedy when they focused too much on Vince. They never, like Vince was the star of the show. They never really focused on him. Think about it. Like they focused on his career, but not Vince as a person. When they did that in season seven, that's when it started to fall off. Yeah, we, we, we loved it when Vince was just going around slaying everyone, right? Exactly. <laughs> Vince, Vince was having a great time. We were having a great time. But um, he's going to New York at the end of season one, and he's got a list of all the girls he's got to go. <laughs> Wait, I mean, like, even because um, what, what film does he he does and he tanks? Like the drug one, right? He, he oh, does um, that. Medellin. Oh, Medellin. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, um but then he takes a chance with I'm forgetting the film's name, but like the, the fire you know, jumper like, film, yes, right? No, that no, that's the one he sucks in, right? And the director's yeah, like, yes, like, yeah, the director, him yeah. and the director have like huge. Why can't you cry? And he's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. But what, <laughs> what? What's the film that he does with? Um, you know, the crazy director, and it actually turns out to be great. Um... You know. Which one? Oh, it's it's like his. It's like it's like his comeback film after Medellin. Like, I, he, what uh, his come. His comeback film is the is where they basically well, uh, foreshadowed. Okay. No, they foreshadowed Gatsky. Queens Boulevard. Is com- it Queens Boulevard? Queens Boulevard. There yeah. it is. With, there with Billy is. Walsh. Yeah. 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 There you go. That, that I'm seeing my timelines all over the place. I haven't watched it in a while, but um, as you can tell, big fan. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. Like, um, I think what you were just saying as well, and and a few people have said in the chat about like Walking Dead and and whatever. Like, sometimes there's like a golden generation of like the the early series like people say this about simpsons all the time right and yeah. like um i would say the same for family guy like one to four is like incredible viewing i think it was the same for walking dead the first three seasons particularly in the time where zombie stuff wasn't actually that prevalent i mean it's everywhere now like wow amazing tv um but then it kind of just lives off that and it's like ah no nah, man it they're making too much money, I guess, and they're like, "Well, we'll keep it rolling." But um, yeah, there are, there's loads of TV shows I look at like that, and I think, "Ah, oh, these these particular seasons were like incredible stuff." But then it never lasts. It never lasts. It doesn't. Sad. Yeah, I, I think the Wire. I think the Wire did it well. Like that. That mm. got out after five seasons. I think that did it well. Sopranos a little bit long, and then I mean, we can debate the ending all day. Oh, this what is do you got about- this. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not as like I've watched Sopranos, but I don't hold it in the legendary esteem that everyone else does. 
Like it's it's good, but you know when people say it's like the greatest, I don't, I don't consider right. it the greatest. Like I feel like it has a lot of slow episodes for me. Yeah. Well, maybe it's more to do with like my viewing habits than than how great the art is. Uh, maybe maybe I'm not appreciating it, but um, I, I would hold the wire above the Sopranos personally. I think the wire is better. So you know, going into the final season with the Sopranos, you know where um. You know he's in hospital. And he's all he's all fucked up and whatever. Like I, I don't know. Like there's a lot of the fallout from that. I just, it's just so slow uh, to me. I didn't feel like the the t- the tempo. Maybe it's just me. But um, the, the last yeah. season was like the last season was like part of the writer strike, right? Because then they like split up the last season. Because that last season was kind of a mess. Like the the therapist yeah. like went away and then she came back. It was it was sort of a, a mess on stuff. Um, yeah. And then the ending, I, I didn't I didn't like totally hate the ending but i also knew it was coming by the time i started watching it i feel like if i didn't know it was coming i probably would have hated it a lot more i mean without spoiling too much are we to assume that like you know after the because it all just goes black are we to assume that they get they get got what like it's up to you it's up to you i know it's up to the assumption but that's like you know i don't know i've obviously I've what, read articles what do you but... think what do you think happened at the ending mccarthy the screen went black what do you think happened you think he sat down then they just had a nice little dinner there or nah, do you think that I've, everyone got shot up i think they all got done but um it, it's the same as like uh, if you, you <laughs> have you seen inception right the yeah. the ending of that i like to believe that he's back with his children for obvious reasons because i'm a father damn it but uh <laughs> you don't but I, I, I just hate it the way it's kind of like, oh, you don't get, you don't get the affirmation or the confirmation. Um, but the, you know, like the little wobble it did, I thought, you know, he's fine, he's fine, he's back in the real world. Um, but I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he's back in the real world? I think he's back in the real world. I, yeah. I, I like the happy ending. I like, and I like I it for the Sopranos. I like to think that they just they sat down, they hashed it out, everything was good, and then Tony actually shot him, and Tony actually still survived. No, all right, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. I'll take it. You can book whatever ending you want. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. one knows the truth. Just choose it's your true. own ending. That's how I'm it's booking true. it. The king. What's your the ending? King... What's your ending for The Sopranos? SP three. Uh, the, the, I always feel the kingpin has to die. That's why, like, yeah. with, with power, I kind of knew, nah. like, how it, that was gonna end because I was like, you gotta. Ah! They, they literally tell you. They literally tell you how these shows are supposed to end. But I will say, I do agree with with Alex. There's a couple of like HBO shows I would rank above The Sopranos, including The Wire, and I would even rank Power. I've always told people, Power is the Black Sopranos, and those first those first four to five seasons are some of the best television I have ever watched. So rewatching Electric. it re reaffirmed that. Where where can I watch Pat? I know it's on Stars. I don't have a Stars account. Nobody has Stars. You you have Prime Video? Yeah, I got Prime. Mm. They're connected right with there? Stars now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do I gotta pay extra for that? I don't want to pay extra. No, no. Okay. I just pay the regular one and I've been watching uh the the power. And it's still continuing. Like really, when you really think about it, power is like now ten seasons long because they've had Ugh. two seasons of book two, <laughs> they had one season of uh book three, no, and now they're gonna have no, for me. book four. I'm just, I'm just watching the original. I'll watch the original. Yeah, I will tell you, that, I, and then I'll go from there. Alex, I you will know. tell you, book two, season two is some of the best power television ever. Uh, just for just for this one character that has become the most memeable character in power history, named Zeke Cross. He's a dumb basketball player that Tariq has the tutor, and he is just comedy gold, like just the best comedy that power has ever had. 
I don't want to ruin it because Jeremy's going to about to embark on it, but you know why. You know why I'm upset. Anything. Um, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But can, is there a way I can follow your journey on this, Jeremy? I really want to. I'll, <laughs> I want I'll tweet to know some what stuff. you think. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tweet. I'll do binge uh, binge tweets of power. I'm gonna try to get through. I don't know. First, I gotta find time to actually sit down and mm, like yeah. watch it and invest in it. That's the toughest part of trying to watch anything right now for me is finding the time um i, I gotta I get think, the I think, too hot to handle still that's what that's what we're binge watching too hot to nice. handle. have you are, you are we talking like favorites there and you, you some of the stuff you mentioned i i would honestly i mean breaking bad and game of thrones are both in my kind of top five i'm not sure where i would have game of thrones would have easily been the top one if the second half of the last season wasn't so bad like the way yeah. they finished it it's... was really bad i loved that show like it, every episode had something there was just like a whole great cast of characters but the way they wound it down was so so bad like <laughs> it went out of their way to make it bad i feel oh, um man. it was right there it was I a don't, layout. I don't have, it was right there I don't... I don't have the love for Game of Thrones. Everybody else does. It's just, I love it's it. another, it's another thing that comes down. Like, it's not my genre. I don't like like the fantasy kind of stuff mm. like that. It, when I, when I watch shows, I like the element of realism in it. And that's why I can't get behind like walking dead game of Thrones. I was a bit, I was like forced to watch, but I probably, probably would have never watched it if it wasn't for the X, <laughs> but she forced me to watch this show. And then I got invested. And then I watched the last season. And I was like, I, th- this is what you deserve. Honestly. You deserve a shitty life. It was honestly, I tell this, I tell this to people, like I'll I'll break kayfabe here. Uh it's my favorite season because it's such a mess and there's so much <laughs> stuff going on. I was like, Yeah, just fuck everything up. Like there's so much happening. It's great. It's not slow or anything. I, I can't, I didn't like the I, it's not, I'm not a fan of, of Game of Thrones. Mm, not a fan. I, yeah. I can honestly say I've never watched one episode of Game Good, of Thrones. You shouldn't. I, 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 heard, <laughs> I heard all the hype around it and I was just like, you know what? That's not for me. I didn't watch Walking Dead because of that. I didn't watch yeah. Breaking Bad for a while, but then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is really cool. Plus I watched stuff like uh, Weeds, which I say is the female Breaking Bad. If you ever saw Weeds, that's yeah. a really good show on uh, Showtime. I watched that for a while. So I, I like Breaking Bad when I got into it. But those shows that are so popular, everybody start talking about it makes me not want to watch it. <laughs> that literally, yeah, literally be contrarian. He's gonna be contrarian. No. Like, nah, yeah. this, this is good. I ain't watching it. I ain't watching it. Yeah, <laughs> me, me, me and my, me and my, me and my missus are the opposite, man. We're like, everyone's talking about this show. Like, we did the same with Squid, with Squid Games. We were like, well, everyone's talking about it. So, like, I've not watched let, that. Let's give me it either. a go. Um, yeah, it's. Mm, but I mean, <laughs> it, it's one of them, like uh, with Game of Thrones as well, because as I was talking about earlier, it's like an hour investment, right? And yeah. I think when I got when I got on board with it, it, it maybe it's three or four seasons already deep already. So you're like, oh god, like that's pretty much the next couple of months sewn up when we're getting into it. But the first episode, I remember watching, thinking, oh man, I don't know. Like there was a load of characters. This, this is my biggest. This is my biggest complaint with Game of Thrones. There's like so many characters. And they, I can't keep track. And they got all the weird names and stuff. I can't keep track of all these people. Mm. I'm like, cool. I, I don't know. I don't remember who you are. I, I really don't remember <laughs> who you are. I remember John it, Stark and and Amelia Clark. I don't even know her. Khaleesi. That's her name. I remember when it when it started, right? And I, and I was like, I love Sean Bean. Everyone loves Sean Bean in the UK. Oh, he's, oh, he's dead. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why. First episode. Gone. See, I stopped watching like episode two or three of, of the first season. And then somebody's like, oh, you got to keep watching. It gets so good. Like there's big, big thing that happens that you just don't expect. And they killed him. I was like, 
I this does not make me want to keep watching this. They just killed someone I actually knew and was invested in. This isn't good yeah. heat for me. This is bad. No, bad heat. Go away bad heat. heat. And then yeah, the girl and the ex made me watch it. And so I was like, oh shit, now I'm just I'm I'm in it now, unfortunately. We oh, very masterfully talked about all of these shows about giving too much away, I feel. I, I think we did really good. One, one show I did want to mention, because I got reminded of it this week, and I was like, I've never seen a show dramatically fall off from, like, season one to season two ever in the history of, like, my lifetime watching television. You remember Heroes? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have never <sighs> seen a show like that first season is like epic television when they yeah. build up to Skylar and, and Peter and all that stuff. And then when you watch season two, you're just like, is this the same show? Is this like <laughs> mm. this is this not not cool? It's not entertaining. It's nothing like I have never seen a show fall off that bad. And I got reminded of it this week. They They tried to like reboot that didn't they yeah and it lasted like two episodes or something <laughs> like just it, it, they tried to reboot it because i think they brought it they even brought back like hayden panettiere for it or something but like and then it, it immediately died drew mentions uh euphoria i've heard a lot of talk about this oh, i haven't before. seen it i have not yeah. seen it either have you seen I've sp3 i've only seen like the uh trailer when i'm on like hbo max and of mm -hmm. course it's got zendaya so i have to pay attention whenever zendaya <laughs> is on the screen i was like oh yeah. okay she got it she got a tv show on hbo max but i'm like i'm like binge watching entourage at the moment i'm also watching peacemaker for my friend's youtube channel which i love that's like my favorite new show out right now and i, I also started re-watching uh i don't know if you remember the hbo show hung hung Oh, I I never watched it, but I know I know what it is. I've heard of it. I think my that dad was probably watches it. Listen, I've got, <laughs> got two bits of business I want to throw in your way right now. Um, one show that we need to throw some respect on is Prison Break. That's a great. That was a great yeah, show. Yeah, the it first, was the first, really good. The first the first couple of seasons were unbelievable on that yeah. show. That's another one that the last one was a bit like, eh, you're just doing it to do it. Yeah. But it was still kind of good. Yeah, you know? like they still did it pretty well. It just wasn't the original. Anyway um very good point made in the comments today because i'm a huge south park fan so it airs in the uk um 20 did the new season start did i just yes. miss this i watched okay. it last night on hbo max must yeah. watch television okay. because Don't. when it hits you what they're talking about it's awesome it's awesome yeah it's oh, awesome it new episode they throw you this UK way, tonight. and then and then when you when they keep like hammering it home, you start getting what they're going with, and it's it's awesome. It's a oh, it's a great follow up. But I I will say you have to watch that uh that pandemic that uh, oh yeah I've watched, oh, the, specials. I've watched the specials they're good yeah, I've watched they're the good. specials that the Carmen. special when they go in, in the, the future oh my god <laughs> yeah the future <laughs> stuff is tremendous yeah it's tremendous yeah I love the, cool. the closing of that is just Cartman is just like out in the cold and there's like, ah, he, he made his bed, lay in it. And now, he just, it. you know, like, <laughs> it was justice. It was poetic justice, oh. man. I love Cartman. He's one of my favorite characters of all time. But like that was that it was poetic justice for him yeah, to just be you got, left out of everything. there. You've got to enjoy shit happening to him. But yeah. um, and the reason I brought that up is right. So I, I feel like there's a, a difficult conversation to be had around like greatest animated show right like yeah. comedy or adult comedy because simpsons is i guess is like you know the who breaks the door down even though i would say it's more milder 
the comedy. Um, but then you've got like South Park, Family Guy, American Dad. Ar- Archer is a phenomenal show. Yeah. Um, Rick and Morty is a phenomenal show. Like there, there's a lot of great stuff out there. But like, I would argue maybe that South Park's the go. Like longevity and just, you know, the in terms of memorable episodes. Because like, like we said earlier, Simpsons is a very specific bracket where it was great, I think. Like there's kind of like five, maybe is it maybe three to seven is like incredible. Yeah. And then it kind of, you know, again, same thing. They just kind of churn out episodes. But um, I think Family Guy had its time. American Dad's amusing. To me, South Park is like the long standing goat. I'm I'm willing to open the floor to to different opinions. You you won't find any disagreement from me because of the way they make it, first of all, because Simpsons are uh, a family guy, you can kind of see. They make their bunch of episodes for the season. They send it to Fox, and that's how yeah. they air it. With South Park, they are literally doing it the week of. So they are talking about stuff that is a hot topic that week, and that's what makes it so entertaining, especially like the – the la- I mean, the last couple of seasons with the Tegrity Farms, I was like yeah. <laughs> in and out with. I was in and out with. But with the, when they did with, what they did with the pandemic and the COVID specials, I like that was like, okay, they're back. They're back again. And then watching the season premiere for season 25, I was like, okay, they're they're back at it again. So I'm with it. I'm with it. It's kind of incredible that Matt Stone and Trey Parker, right? They've been doing it for (laughs) what, like 25 years now. And their humor is like exactly the same. Like They they, they haven't grown up at all. They've just kind of gone. Yeah, this is great. Um, What what about you, Jeremy? You just smoke a bunch of weed and, you know, your humor just gets back down. I'm with you on South Park. I grew up. I didn't grow up like watching The Simpsons. So I've seen I've seen all these seasons and whatnot. And it's good. I enjoy I certainly enjoy it. I'm not going to knock it. Uh, but I grew up watching South Park. And so that'll always hold like a, a special place for me. And like, there are certainly episodes and seasons that completely fall off. Like when they tried to do like the serial episodes with uh, the, where the, the, uh, Kyle's dad was like the, the troll and stuff. Like yeah. I just, <laughs> I hated that season. I was like, Oh yeah. no. Like I, yeah. I like my, my South Park to, and sometimes I do think like when they're trying to be like very topical and hit that stuff, I'm like, uh, it doesn't always hit for me because I like watching the show as like an escape, not like yeah. to be hit over the head with what's still happening in the real world. Early season South Park shit where they're just throwing a bunch of stuff. Random. They got, yeah, yeah, just random shit happening. That's some of my favorite TV right there. Like, I agree. I, I love, love that stuff. So yeah, I, I will put, I'll put South Park. It's that- at the top of the list for me. Because they only went episodic like four or five seasons ago, didn't they? Right, like before yeah. that, it was it was just a season of. And I, I agree with Jeremy. That's the to me the best South Park. Um, again, I would put Family Guy maybe as a as a second if I had to. Like, just thinking about the amount of enjoyment and I, I the rewatch value I get out of Family Guy is very high. But yeah. I also think I think Archer's phenomenal as well. Like the latest season they just done of that, obviously. I don't know if you do have uh, uh, Archer. Watchers, I haven't seen the latest, mu- but I, nah. I would do watch Archer. Well, his mum is obviously in real life passed away. Um, yeah. The the actor from uh, Bob's Burgers. No, he, yeah, <laughs> no, he no, is. She was the mum. Oh. Oh, um, um, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, Arrested that's Development. my show. I lo- yeah, that's another show I, that should have ended early. 
That yeah, was, yeah. should have. Should have. Yeah. Although, although, once again, I'm kind of glad they went back and did the ending that they did. Like the first time they came back, it was okay. I'm talking about the, the they came back another time in 2019, uh, and I was just like, yeah, I, yeah, I tried yeah. watching those episodes, and I was like, nah, it's it's not there. Like they were able to recapture their buzz again with that first comeback on Netflix, but the second one, yeah. I was like, nah. This ain't what it. A cast. What a cast <laughs> yes. that was, man. Um, anyway, Lucille Bluth, or whatever her name was, um, yes. <laughs> she was Archer's mum, and she passed away. So they, they, I thought they actually quite... Although I was a bit disappointed, you obviously understand. Like, I thought they quite skillfully navigated that in this season. So watch it if you can. It's, it's very good. But yeah, man. I gotta, that's a, I gotta catch up on Archer. It's good. It's good. I- one I wanna I wanna shout out, and this is one where this another one where I wish it would have ended where it ended and not even came back because the two seasons that they did at first is just gold. Boondocks. Boondocks is my my joy. I could watch I could rewatch that anytime, any any place, especially the first episode with Uncle Ruckus uh singing his song at the at the white party. I'm sorry, it's one of the greatest, greatest <laughs> scenes in animated television history. I've not seen Boondocks. I have seen mm. I've seen the clips and the memes from it to where I feel like I've seen this entire show because uh, because it is clipped a lot, but I've not actually seen like a full episode of that show. But all, all I will say, good. if you got to watch one episode, watch the R. Kelly episode and then call it a day. <laughs> and you, if you if you like it, keep watching. If you don't, then this Boondocks is not for you. Listen, I, I, I don't. Sorry to hijack. I, <laughs> I watched the other day, right? Because we, we have um, like Amazon Prime over here, and um, I saw Key and Peele, right? And I always wondered because I've never, I've never, I never gave the show a chance because I always felt like it was, you know, just a Dave Chappelle ripoff, basically. Um, and I was such a massive Dave Chappelle fan back in the day, still am. Um, and I gave it a go for the first time. And, still, and like, that's controversial. That's controversial saying you're still a Dave Chappelle fan. Is it? <laughs> man, some of his new stuff, man. I don't know. What you mean, just going know. after transgender people like yeah. relent- relentlessly. No, I know what you mean. Um, but I mean I went to see him. I went to see him uh God, when was it? It was in the last WWE Saudi show because I had to miss the show because I was watching yeah. Dave Chappelle in London. And um it was literally right on. So it was like just a couple of days before this whole controversy had come out of uh, of his late or the latest controversy for Dave Chappelle anyway. <laughs> yes. And um and like literally the first 30 minutes of the show, I was like, come on, man, can we move on? <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Come on, Dave. Um, but yeah, it, I, I don't know. Like, I felt like that was one of the goat shows, like at its time, Dave Chappelle. Oh like yeah, that original, yeah, yeah. That original run, even the lost tapes, man, for what would be in the third season, it would be sensational. Yeah. Um, but uh when I watched Keen Peel, I couldn't get into it. I don't know. Am I alone in this? What what was the American perception of Keen Peel? I enjoyed Key and Peele because there was just like a different kind of humor. Because we, when they first started, I was like, "You," I was like, "This is Dollar Bayou, uh, Dave Chappelle." But then I watched the first episode and I saw the, um, and especially now I get this a lot more. Uh, they do a skit where it's like two husbands and they're having like a double date at the other couple's house and the wife i like, saw this one look at I the saw house this one. and they're, they're talking they're about in the like basement yes. yeah yeah i love that i yeah, love yeah. 
I love that skit. I will always remember that skit because that's the very first episode. And they're like talking like, oh, she wants to go to, uh, you know, Outback. I said Outback Steakhouse. And she's like, oh, do you have another option? And she's like, oh, uh, what about Red Lobster? He was like, why you didn't say that from the beginning? I told her. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, Especially now, I get it more. <laughs> yeah. I I really liked Key and Peele. And I liked it because, and, and SP3 uh, might be able to confirm this with me, but like Chappelle's show was was one of a kind when it, when it came on. And like, I still go back and watch those shows, uh, watch too. those episodes. Like, Chappelle's show was tremendous. And then it ended Comedy Central for years gave like everybody a sketch comedy show after this they had so many sketch comedy shows I, I i don't remember all of them i was actually like trying to look some of them up but like like nick kroll had his own show um like <laughs> so legitimate like every single year after Chappelle's show ended they would give somebody like a new sketch comedy show to like recapture the Chappelle show magic and no one could do it and key and peel finally came along and like they were the closest who actually hit on something that was different enough from Chappelle's show and actually good compared to all these other shows that they tried to do and i thought key and peel was different from enough from Chappelle's show that's where i did i did enjoy it. they had some good good skits in there I, I think the key to them was everybody tried to be like their version of Chappelle's show where yeah, key and peel kind of combined because uh i think it's key he comes from Mad TV. So they kind of combined what Chappelle show did good and what Mad TV did really good and made it into one. Like the the I'm sorry, the substitute teacher skit is one of the greatest skits in in like any sketch comedy. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I can rewatch that every single time and laugh. It ain't wrong. It ain't wrong. D nice. D I'm sorry. That's what it like. I can rewatch that over and over again. And that's funny. Like that Key and Peel was the closest that Comedy Central got to sketch comedy like Chappelle show. The the meme, I, I'm sure you guys have possibly seen the meme, but when he's the president and he's like shaking hands with all the different yeah, people, yeah. And, yes, yes. And they'll like they'll they'll meme the shit out of that with, with certain things, but like that's one of my favorite things. Uh the, the Obama stuff and then the Obama translator and everything. Yes. Like that's some good shit right there. I, I think he and Peel are fantastic. I'm gonna give it a try. <laughs> but I only literally gave two or three episodes a go and I was like, oh, I don't know. And I, 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 I guess maybe you have to be in a non- Chappelle mindset, <laughs> like if yeah, you that, yeah, you can't compare it to Chappelle's show, and it could be like, like I was saying, is like they tried so much shit with so that just didn't work. That when Kim Peel finally came along, it, it was like, oh, this actually works, and so it's good. We saw we watched so many bad like sketch comedy shows from comedians. <laughs> Bell Bell says it, he says Comedy Central thought it was a license to print money to give comedians a sketch show, and yeah, and like all of them just like all of them failed, stuff. and so like after you watch so many of those failings. Uh, and then that comes along. It's like, okay, this is actually good. So the standard for us was not comparing it to Chappelle by that point. The standard for us was comparing <laughs> it to all these failed yeah. shows. And yeah. it was still good. Like, it still stands on its own as a good show. But especially when you compare it to those, it was just, yeah, night and day compared to those. Um, Belbo says, I'm still a Dave Chappelle fan. Look, man, I, I can't, you can't take away my memories of Dave Chappelle and, and his early stuff, but uh, sprinkle some crack on him. Uh, but like, <laughs> his new stuff just not that good <laughs> nah i i watched the first Chappelle show netflix special and i was like all right this is good i tried watching like the second one i think he was in like texas or something and i was like nah this ain't 
It's not funny. It's not <laughs> I didn't feel like he's doing comedy. He's just talking. He's just talking. It was it was yeah. great that first time. That first time, because you hadn't heard him talk in a long time, it was refreshing right. to hear his views on stuff. And then they, they kept coming out with more and more Netflix specials. And then they took Chappelle's show off of Netflix. And I was just like, yeah, I can't. I can't get into it. I'm good. I- I liked the first, you know, he, what did he do? He did like three when he came back to Netflix, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the I like the first two, even the Texas one. But then he did one where he's like in this intimate club and he's just talking all low and yeah. smoking and does a story about how a pimp, like, out you know, outdoes the... I was thought, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, this, is, this isn't this what, what I came doing? for. Yeah, what are we doing here? And he was like, that's a cold game. I was like, I don't care, Dave Spell. What, what, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Um, yeah, then that is where I got a bit like, uh, and like I said, the first 30 minutes of when I went to see him, I was like, oh, man, that, you know, come on, man. You're just, you're just, bad. Like I went to see Kanye West um, before he was really crazy, less crazy. Um... <laughs> I don't know when it was, maybe like 2009, thinking about it, 2009, 2010. That's, that's right. about the time he went crazy. Yeah, yeah right. So, so like, um, I think his mum had died anyway yeah. at this point, yeah. right? So he did. Like, I always did like I always go back. It's it's when his mom passed away and then when he came out with 808s and Heartbreak. That's the real, mm. like, those first three albums from Kanye. I'm sorry, no one. Unbelievable. Had, had Unbelievable. a better first three albums. I, like, it's him and Eminem for first three albums. Like, yeah. I said, in, I said that to 11. my missus. I said that to my missus last night because there's a, a documentary coming of Kanye on Netflix and I've said I I've sent it to her about 20 times. <laughs> she was like I know. I know Alex. I was like look those first three albums though. Um but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I went to see him at the You're like you're uh, like that meme with the the girl is just like standing there and it's like you're shouting at the first three <laughs> Kanye albums. Let me fucking tell you about them. Get them high. That beautiful dark anything. Yeah. Drop out. Drop out. He produced Can't them all by himself. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. When I went to when I went to see him, he, uh, he like I said, he just uh, he did like this opening monologue like, with music playing, but all about his mum. Let him have it, right? Okay, fine. Um, and then about midway through the show, he just starts like vibing to uh, not, not, it's just like a, a track, it's not even a track from, from an album, it's just music. And he's literally just kind of making his own song up, going like, fuck critics. And we're all meant like people were like cheering at first, like, yeah, fuck critics. He's like, they only gave me three stars. And, like, this is this went on for like 20 minutes, <laughs> and people were like. Dude, how, like, we've already paid our money to be here, like, and support you. You don't need to like hammer it home, um, and, and like just sing some fucking songs. And he, uh, yeah, he like literally. That was like you got to like ten minutes in, and everyone's looking at each other, going, "Is this? Is, he, is, he, is there this a breakdown it? happening here?" He's going, "You know." And then Vibe magazine only gave me four stars. It was Jesus walks, and we're like, "Brother, what do you what do you want from us? Like, what do you want from us right now?" We didn't um, rate it. Yeah, I was just like, man, yeah, we 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 bumped those songs. Come on, um, yeah. After I saw him there, I thought, hmm, not quite the guy I thought he was. I guess, like, okay, but bit. if that was two thousand nine, my beautiful, I, I I screwed up the the order here. My beautiful uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy came out two thousand ten. So like yeah. that was that, that was, was a banger of an album. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I yeah. love that album. Wait, are you not in on my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Alex? I just went, hmm, I gave you an Okay. Mm. Oh, okay. I thought you were going, hmm, as in, like, not a fan of it. I was like, oh, man. Sorry, it's, like, a, 
No, that that album, great Kanye album. That album is mm-hmm. like uh, I want to say his probably his last great album. I think he had oh, one easily. more. He no, had one more probably good album. Maybe <laughs> but, but yeah, no, he didn't. No, yeah, didn't. yeah. That's that's probably his last great album. Like there was like a one break. 808s in Heartbreak, you can go either way. It's a polarizing album. You're yeah. either going to like it. Like, I see somebody in the chat saying, Run Away. Run Away is, a, is one of That's my bangers. That's, That's one on. of my bangers right. I can listen to at any point. So 808s yeah. in Heartbreak, there was some good there. Uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy, that was great. And then, yeah, it was like a steady drop off. Well, from there. Like, after that. After that was the, the Kim relationship. And yes. I don't think that helped. No. No, we did not. (laughs) I mean, nothing. I I haven't seen anybody like improve when they get with the Kardashian. (laughs) Like either they're at a certain status and they stay there or they dramatically fall off to Lamar Odom. Like it's either one or the other. I'm sorry. I can say it because I'm a Laker fan. I can say it because I'm a Laker fan. Don't do Lamar like that. Come on now. I'm just saying. I'm, just I'm, saying. Try, I'm, I'm legitimate. I'm trying to think of like Devin Booker's doing all right for himself. Yeah, he like he's doing, he's doing. I mean, they didn't win a title last year, but he's doing all right for and himself. What was the key? <laughs> it's Kendall Jenner's fault. I mean, I mean, to be fair, he is with like Kendall Jenner, so he he doesn't have the Kardashian last name to haunt him. This so so he this he may true. he may luck out. He's a, he's an all star <laughs> again this year. Not a starter. That might be the reason why. Devin, I'm just it, saying. It, Tr- Tristan Thompson's got nothing to do with the fact LeBron and Kyrie departed town. Oh, it's the geez. fact that he can't. Well, he can't control himself for one, oh. but two, you know. Yeah, uh, his career is. Uh, I mean, you remember when he resigned in Cleveland and they, they gave him like all that money, and everyone was like, "Wow, that was a mistake." That's, everyone was like, "Ooh, that's a lot of money," but really, LeBron and it was just just to keep the, the team together. I assume. Yeah. I don't know. It and for what decision? And for, yeah, what? for what they broke that they what? broke that damn team up like the next following year when they tried to get like D Wade and 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 Derrick Rose and yeah, didn't work. I mean, nope. look, Kyrie is is an issue in all of this because I don't know what's going on with this guy. He's the Nets. <laughs> everyone thought the Nets were just going to run through teams, and I mean, I know the ranch right now, but you still have Kyrie and James Harden. Like, you should still be a little bit better than you are right now. Not losing to to Sacramento and, and everything. Uh, that's a it's a rough get. But let's talk about y'all's favorite team. Uh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was I was telling Jeremy, ladies and gentlemen, before we went live here, like I was like, I, I tuned in. I didn't even watch the whole game. I literally tuned in at the start of the fourth quarter. We're down by 12. And I'm like, all right, I'll give this a couple of minutes. See if we make a comeback. We went on like a 10-0 run. I was like, all right, cool. Westbrook. We in this. I was like, yo, you Westbrook got the is best. A- you got I- the Westbrook experience last night. I was night, like, boys. I was like, for like eight minutes of that fourth quarter, Westbrook <laughs> was OKC Westbrook again. Like he was driving to the lane, uh, a three point play. I was like, okay, we great, we good. Put in AD, we good. Ariza hitting the three. Monk was out there. Monk has been our best bench player, honestly. Like everybody yeah, was talking yeah. about mellow but monk was balling last night too and unfortunately he has to be in the starting lineup because we 
have no LeBron. And then we we get to the final possession. We got that alley oop. I'm like, yeah, I'm like cheering. I'm like, it's like it's like 1 a.m. here in New York, and I'm like waking <laughs> almost waking up the kids, waking up the neighbors. I'm like, yeah, and then literally all I see is Reggie Jackson skipping up the court. Damn. I was like, oh. I was like, this ain't good. This and then they switched it, and he had Reeves on him, and then Westbrook with that whack ass double team. Like, what are you doing? How do you let him split the double team and spin out of that? And then Reggie, this is why I wanted Reggie Jackson a couple of years back. Everybody was saying, Oh no, he's nothing in Detroit. I was like, yo, you put him on a good team, he's gonna ball, and he's been doing that with the Clippers. Listen, hard. Westbrook's defensive makes Frank Vogel <laughs> deeply upset. He's uh, he must Vogel must have been watching that double team transpire, and his heart was just sinking. Um, you know, like it's one of those things. Like when when we loaded up the roster at the beginning of the season, like, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of exciting just from a name value standpoint. But I think all of us knew, like, I don't know how this is going to play out. Like, you know, old for one, that's one thing, right? But but two. Like, I know this is always the problem when you get those superstars. Like, okay, well, who's got the ball in their hands then? Like, who's like Westbrook in theory? Like, when when one of them has been injured, like when AD was injured, I thought, well, maybe with LeBron and Westbrook as a tandem, it might actually fit better. That works even better with AD and Westbrook or AD and LeBron in theory, and yet it hasn't. <laughs> right? So it's just one of those things where like the balance of the roster is terrible. We've got like no wiggle room at the trade deadline. Really, like we'd have to give up basically one of the top three to get anything and who the hell is going to take on a Westbrook contract or like, you know, we're just in a, we're stuck with what we got now. And when it moves into next season and the ones coming, it's just slowly reminding me of the years that followed Kobe Bryant, where at the end of Kobe's career, love Kobe, obviously forever. Mm-hmm. Well, we were giving that dude 20, like 20, 25 million when we should not have been giving him 20, 25 million. <laughs> we were giving him, we were giving him courtesy money at the end. Like, thank you, Kobe. Thank you. And, Man, it ended up costing us because we were like floating in that terrible area and then we couldn't get any free agents forever. I can feel it coming. When LeBron's going to skip town eventually, I don't know what AD will do. Westbrook, man, like I don't see that being... Oh, man, I, I can't see where the next thing is for the Lakers, which is worrying. I don't know you how guys, they... Got you guys got Westbrook for at least next season because he ain't declining yeah. that 46 million. No! <laughs> no. ain't declining that. Davis, man, the, the guy can't stay healthy, unfortunately. I, I love him, but he's clearly also fallen off a little bit this year. Mm. LeBron, Le, LeBron can still go. Like when he's on the court, he's still LeBron. He, yeah, another issue is that he's not been his healthiest as a member of the Lakers. And that, that ain't gonna, that ain't gonna improve with father time. Uh, last night, though. I don't know how familiar you guys are with like the 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 history of Westbrook and Reggie Jackson. There's a lot of history between them. I know they were um, teammates. Yeah, they, they were so they were teammates in OKC. And when Westbrook was hurt, like Reggie was the starting point guard. And there's the the famous Memphis game uh, that that OKC fans will will reference like in joke because Westbrook and Durant played like shit in this game. Uh, Memphis in the playoffs and like Reggie Jackson like really carried them and, and they ended up winning that game and they went on to win the series. Um, but like they were teammates, and when Westbrook got hurt, Reggie was the starting point guard, and so Reggie thought like he should be the starting point guard over Westbrook, and like he wrote like number one on his uh, his sneakers and everything, like he thought he should start over Westbrook. There's a famous incident with like a chair, and one of the reporters uh, he handed a he he gave Reggie like a chair, and like Westbrook was like happy un- unhappy about it. Just a lot of hish, a lot of beef, a lot of beef wow. between these two. Yes, a lot of beef. So like when I saw. And then, and then there's a game where 
this was years ago. This was after Reggie got traded um, and Durant was hurt and Westbrook like demanded to play in this game because OKC was resting like all their starters. But Westbrook demanded to play in this game because they were going against Reggie Jackson. He's like, I don't care. You can rest Durant, Ibaka, all these guys. I'm playing because we're playing Reggie Jackson. So when I saw Reggie like skipping up the court because he knew Westbrook was guarding him, I was like, oh, this is going to be some drama right here and oh yeah Westbrook taking that bad angle to to try to steal the ball instead of just cutting off his lane it's like oh what are you what are you doing dude what are you doing and Reggie knew like I don't I'm not a Reggie Jackson fan I fuck that guy but like (laughs) it is kind of funny watching watching these two all these years later and I got no no interest in this I was hoping the Clippers would lose I need that draft pick to be better like, you know, <laughs> can they lose some of these games coming yeah. back from 35 and 24 and then beating the league? Can they lose some of these games, please? I'm trying to get this draft pick to be higher. Uh, shout out to Ty Lue. He's doing a great job. But, man, Reggie Jackson, yeah, when he when I saw him skipping because he saw Westbrook on him, I was like, oh, this is, this is about to be some shit. But you got the OKC experience with Westbrook. Is They'll be down big. He'll lead them back. He'll hit some shots. It's like, where was this all game? Where's this the last <laughs> week or so? What, he was like 3-4-11. He was like 3-4-11 yeah. before he started going off in the fourth quarter. And, like, I was just like, ah, oh, man. And Reeves played that very well. Breeze cut off the baseline. That's what you're supposed to do. And Westbrook, you don't even have to try to steal the ball. Just get no. into the right spot and just stand there. Don't yeah. let him get into the lane. And then I can't even blame AD. AD had a great shot. It just went in and out at the end. So, yeah, and that was a yeah, that was a tough loss. And we've lost 30 of the past 37 meetings against the Clippers. You know how embarrassing? That's like like playing video games with your little brother and your little brother keep beating you, yo. In your own house. You know, like as, as you're so you... hurt, I see the I see the disappointment <laughs> on SP3's face. <laughs> as like a UK fan, I like mostly because obviously some of the games are like even even if we're uh east coast it's like midnight one o'clock yeah. start so m- mostly i wake up bleacher report app and i'm i check out what's going on like uh, well sometimes i wake up and mellow's got like 24 points i'm like oh here he was and then sometimes he's like not for seven i'm like <laughs> oh man like our whole game plan is literally predicated on kicking the ball out to you know guys like mellow and monk and that and if they if they have an off night then we're done basically like especially when ad was hurt like we got we had nothing else and westbrook you just can't rely on his shooting all so you've got lebron at like 37 trying to run offense all by himself like you know play play iso at 37 like i don't know it's just it's it's a it's a weird one man where i look at our bench and and the way we've loaded up and i love mellow from the new york days like he, he, I, that that guy was a killer but Ah, we've got like a lot of guys who you just kind of thinking, oh, you know, see if they can shoot a three and that's it. And defensively, that is not it for us. Like, which is so weird. Like, I have to imagine if Frank Vogel had any input on how they were comprising this team, because I'm assuming LeBron and... Um, yeah, it was all LeBron. P- LeBron. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Vogel must be looking at the roster going, what did you want me to do with this? <laughs> like, what what did you, you know, like all, all the defense... Well, our defense was like number one last year, right? Yeah. Number one? Yeah. Last two years, get rid of, like, like, K, like, KCP. KCP is a guy like he had value in those areas, man. He did. Even yeah. even Kuz was was getting better at like locking, you know, not locking people down, but you know, you, you could tell he could stick to a game plan. Now it's just like we've got rid of all. Of, even Avery Bradley as well, man. Like is, is a guy who was yeah. very useful in that department. So I feel like we've uh, we've gone big and and it's going to be go home. <laughs> 
That season, like that that window for us winning a championship with LeBron is already is already closed, Ew. ladies and gentlemen. Because even <laughs> right now we're in the playing tournament. Like we gotta get out the seven, eight, nine spot because literally the prize for the playing team is to play the Warriors or the Suns. Like why would I want that? That's not a prize. I don't oh, want to do that. Can you can you imagine just like Chris Paul navigating that defense and just like shredding shredding that whole defense apart? Because the problem is is like you you mentioned Alex and I've said this a million times, but KCP Kuzma, all these guys like they play hard on defense, even mm. if like they're not the the greatest defenders in the world. They at least they're they're gonna play hard. They're gonna give effort. They're gonna stick to the scheme. Westbrook is just going to do whatever the fuck he wants, and he's not actually going to care most of the times. And then Melo, he's just he's not he's just not a good defender. So like that's who you replace these guys with is guys who mm. don't actually defend that well and don't eat, if they don't give the effort, then they're just they just make so many bonehead plays on defense that even if the effort is kind of there, it doesn't really matter. Like Westbrook was giving effort on that final play last night. The problem is his effort is just in the wrong areas of what he's trying to do. Misguided. So, yeah, so so that's like the the issue with all this, and that that was always going to be the issue because like that's who Westbrook is. He ain't coming in to change. He ain't coming in to play defense. He's coming there to get his triple doubles, and he ain't even doing. He's that coming right in now. with stats. That's what he's coming in for, <laughs> and he ain't even doing that well. He ain't yeah. doing that well this season. I think he's averaging like seventeen, eight and eight, which is good numbers for anyone else in the world. Not a guy that's averaged a triple double the last five seasons like mm. it just we're not getting the westbrook and it just it doesn't make sense why would lebron think this was a good idea like literally since he's been with Dude, the lakers LeBron, lebron is lebron is that girl who is like i can change him you know what he, <laughs> he has all these bad habits but i promise i can change him like don't just just trust me i got this i can change him and he's then like you know that with everybody going, else but with me yeah. he shows more he's love different. He's yeah different. and then he talks about his feelings <laughs> and he's still Russell Westbrook going out whoring himself around to everybody. I think he's just yeah. But then what, what's Kyrie in that equation? Like, I don't need you, Bron. <laughs> I don't need you. Like I think I think you might. Like everywhere <laughs> he had it ready made in Boston, and he fucked it up. I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, and then they, uh, I mean. That's that's my that's my boy. Yes, yes, yes. SP three's SP three's friend Kyrie. Yes, my my. I, I don't know what what do you call someone that's like your niece in law's brother. I don't know. If there is there. Is I don't there think there's a save for that. Yeah. I don't think there's a save for that. But we're like we're like distance relatives. But uh, yeah, it's not it's not looking too good for the Nets. Like I didn't even know the. I only pay attention to the Lakers and what's going on in the West. And then sometimes I'll occasionally look over at the East. I didn't know the the Nets. Had lost like seven of their last ten yeah, it's like six wow, really too. yeah, yeah. it's like right really now. really bad for them right now i was shocked like the, yeah. there's a tie at the top of the of the east with two teams i don't think anyone could have guessed was going to have a tie at this point of the season with it's the like bulls, bulls and the heat, heat. I yeah. knew the bull. I knew the Heat would be a top three team, but yeah. to be tied with the Bulls and and I said on the last FMC, I told y'all look out for them sixes. I told y'all, I told <laughs> y'all gotta... look out to Joel. They got to do something though. Like they, yeah. Joel's playing so great this season, and they're just—they're clearly not good enough to like probably even get out of the second round. Um, and then if they, you know, if, if they stick with this roster and don't trade Simmons, it's just—it's just, just going to be a waste of the season for Embiid. And then you go into the off season, it's like, do you really want to trade for James Harden? Like, is that the move? 
you want to make. I know Daryl Moore loves him some James Harden, but this season, <laughs> this season, and even last season, ain't been the best indictment on James Harden. He's only getting older. His style of play, especially with the way they're calling fouls now, like they ain't calling fouls as, as often. Guys aren't getting to the line. Like James Harden was complaining that they're calling fouls too much. So come on now. Um, but the way they're calling the game now, like Harden's tricks aren't quite as useful. I don't know if you really want to pay that premium for James Harden to be to be on the team. Mm. I mean, the whole Ben Simmons conundrum is that it all lies within that anyway. I was watching the whole thing with Shaq yesterday, you know, like the beef that Shaq and Ben Simmons have got right now. Um, it was just amusing me where Shaq was like, right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and do a Shaq voice. But he was like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say what, uh, what Ben said in my DMs, but yeah, he won't have me. Like he just basically <laughs> said that, you know, Ben Simmons is fuming. Um, cause, cause they should be LSU brothers. And, uh, and he was like, no man, you're a baby. Um, so I don't know, like, it's a, it's a whole weird one. Like, obviously, last season, Ben Simmons, I mean, he's been gun shy his whole career, but in the playoffs, that was just ridiculous, right? And then he, he, there are teams where a Ben Simmons could work facilitator, inside scorer. It could work. Like, what the Sixers need when you've got Joel Embiid already, like Paint King, like, doesn't work, I guess. And I don't know, man, like, the way they comprise the roster just doesn't fit anymore. Who are you going to prioritize? Ben Simmons is the one who's got to go, but who's going to pay the price? Who's going to give up a star to collect Ben Simmons after this season? So Philly have just got themselves in a terrible corner. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. You know, Daryl Morey is going to have that kind of, he's going to romanticize about those Houston days. And he's going to be like, I don't know. James could still play. <laughs> and like that's going to be his theory. He's like, yeah, okay. He's playing with Kyrie and LeBron. They got to have the, or, and Durant. They got to have the ball in their hands all the time. Like if we just let James Harden, if he's still our primary ball hander, we still give Embiid his touches and everything, we'll be okay. Then, like, how's Embiid going to feel about that? Because Harden needs the ball. Like, I, I think mm. you got to build around Embiid, and you got to have a point guard who can facilitate and score and everything, but not a guy who is like, all right, I need, you know, 80% of the touches here. My usage rate has to be in the 60s, like James Harden is going to feel. Because I don't know if Harden is willing to, like, pull back and give up that much. With Kyrie and, Le- and Durant, it's one thing. With a post-up player like Embiid, might be a different thing. And even if the ball's in his hands, man, he just – it ain't working for him right now. It just, it's just not working for him. And the team around him is not great outside of Kyrie, who is a, a kind of a mess in, in many different ways right now. But hmm. I don't know if I'm paying for – playing that premium for Harden. I think I'm looking and trying to – maybe Bradley Beal, if you can go that way. Or just, like, get some guys who are good – but not a superstar guy. Like I, I think yeah. SP3 and I talked about it a couple weeks ago. Of like if the, that Kings package there, if you get like Darren Fox and Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, if you get two of those three, like that, that ain't bad. Darren Fox isn't bad. No. Barnes and Heald Darren can, Fox good. Yeah, yeah. Like they Barnes and Heald can can space and score on their own and everything. Like you get two good players instead of like one superstar player who might be aging or declining or might not be a best better fit. Like it ain't the worst. Ain't the worst thing in the world there. It's not Lil Deng and Timothy Moskov. It's not that. <laughs> Don't remind me of the 2016 offseason uh, where we were paying all the wrong people. We still paying uh, for that, man. We're still <laughs> man, paying. We still paying for that, ladies and gentlemen. The Lakers, man. Yeah, it's not going to be good for the, like, 2000, 2023 through, like, maybe 2026 season. It ain't looking good for us. 
<laughs> There's not one person on earth that thought Timothy Mozgov pay that man. And and also, Lil Deng was like approaching thirty, I think, at the time, or he was in his thirties. Seventy-one million. Oh, come on, My, I mean, Jesus, it was a, it was a, it was a train wreck. The whole, the whole, the whole situation. To be fair, before Pelinica got there, not to say that he's exactly smartened everything up, but. Um, man, the Lakers has a history of terrible stuff. Even when we were like, you know what, Metal World Peace, bring him back, bring him back. He was good, two thousand nine, bring him back. What? What do you mean, uh, bring him back? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not optimistic about the Lakers' future. I'm really not. No, and it just it always happens to us. Like in well, my can... lifetime, every time they have tried to have some super team with some big three or big four, it always turns out horribly. The Malone here, Payton here comes year. Gary Payton. Yeah, the, the, the Malone Payton year when we had Dwight, Dwight and Steve Nash didn't oh, work. Now we got. Oh. Now we're seeing the third generation of this with AD, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook. Three times a charm. Stop doing these super uh, teams. Get your is, two superstars uh, and build uh, around them. I for real thought like, I was so disappointed when the the first Dwight experience didn't work out. Like on paper, I thought Kobe Bryant and Dwight Howard. That sounds like you got all bases checked, right? <laughs> no, no, you don't. Uh, yeah, man. I was. Then, this is the second time that the Lakers, like Steve Nash, is my guy. That's my favorite player uh, of all time outside of Jordan. Uh, so, like when he went to the Lakers, I was like, oh, good. Like they're gonna get Nash a championship. Like this is great. Yeah. And I kind, I had a, a similar feeling here. It's like Westbrook. Maybe this is how I get his championship. This is great. It's like I'm mellow. Y'all killing mellow. <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck about Melo. He, he ah, come on. He's Terrible. Olympian. That OKC season, that OKC yeah. season was the worst OKC season I've ever gone through. Because it was a very similar thing. I'm like, we got a big three, Westbrook, George, and Mello. Here we go. And it's like, oh, that didn't no. work at all. That did not work at all. So, no, fuck, fuck Carmelo Anthony. Um, <laughs> I was like, man, go to the Lakers. Give, give, give my guys, Nash and Westbrook, this is their shot at the ring. And it's like... Ain't even close. Ain't even close to a ring, and that's the that's the most disappointing part. Is like, they ain't even there. Like, it's not no. like they're having good regular seasons. Like, oh, maybe make it, it just kind of fizzled out in the playoffs, whatever. But like, there's some hope. Like, they're they're going in as like a favorite. They just lost maybe a, t- a better team and so like that's how it was with the the big four with Peyton and Malone. It's like they were yeah. they were there. They were at least they were in the finals. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. ran out of gas. They ran. Right. They went. They went like uh, the that six games with San Antonio is one of like the most thrilling series I remember in the playoffs with the with the point four shot from Derek Fisher and then Kobe <laughs> had to. Had to go from like court to to the game in the middle of the playoffs so that was like one of the craziest series to watch and then from there they go and get against the pistons oh i'll never i know yeah and that is like the worst loss as a laker fan i have ever mm. felt because we thought when we made the finals we was like oh this is it's a wrap it's done we, we versus it's a team done. with no superstars <laughs> the biggest star they got is rasheed both teams played hard wallace like come on man uh, they ain't even close with with Westbrook or Nash. I mean, you guys yeah. mentioned the the Lakers' future. The good thing is, is like the future. It's getting pretty short. I mean, it's like one game into the playoffs, they'll be done. You don't have to worry about them until the off season, and then yeah, we'll yeah. see what they screw up in the off season. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the Brian Flores stuff uh, real quickly though. But he's trying to bring down Bill Belichick's trying to bring down the entire NFL. Texting, hey, good job. I heard you got the job, and it's like, oh no, wrong, wrong person. Hugh Jackson saying. <laughs> Cleveland told him to lose games. And look, if that's true, he did a tremendous job. He got a lot of extra money because he lost a lot of games for that team. 
there, there's our Brian Flores talk. I'm trying to wrap it up. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen out of this. Probably absolutely nothing. Uh, but I hope he takes the NFL and I, I, ho- I hope he gets him over the barrel here because it, it is a complete sham what they're trying to do with the Rooney rule. It's like, oh yeah, we're, we're interviewing black coaches and then no black coach ever gets hired. And if they do, they're fired almost immediately. So I hope he gets something changed with the NFL. Will it actually happen? Probably not, but uh, I got my fingers crossed for you, Brian. Got my fingers crossed for you. I, I hope so. Uh, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's been it's been an issue for a while, but I'm glad that someone's taking them to task for once. So, I mean, they got they got a text from Bill Belichick. You think if anybody can can do it right, then Bill Belichick can bring everybody down. Can't do Spygate <laughs> right, but he. I can't believe this man texted the wrong person. This was a ploy by Belichick. He's like, Patriots got whooped by by the Bills. Brady's retiring. I got to do something to to boost my value back up here. Like right now, they're throwing dirt on my name here, saying it's all Brady. This bill, you know what? I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help out a bunch of racists in the NFL. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Belichick, next level thinking, everybody. Alex McCarthy, mm. thanks for joining us, buddy. Plug some stuff. Thank you, brother. Um. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I haven't got half the stuff to plug that I used to. Um. But. You can hit me up on uh, AlexM underscore TalkSport on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, all of my wrestling uh, dirty word on this show. But that news uh, is on TalkSport forward slash wrestling. Uh, and we still have the Talk Wrestling podcast as well, which uh, you can find in all good podcast providers on TalkSport's Fight Night feed. So, yeah, feel free to uh, follow all that good stuff. There you go. SP3, you're doing a show literally in 20 minutes on this channel. Yes, you can see. You do. I told you, you do more shows on this channel than I do, and you're like, only one of them's wrestling. He's like, I don't do any wrestling shows on this channel. I don't do a single one. I was like, I was like, let me let me pitch True Rewind to Joel so I could talk about wrestling on one of these shows. But everybody's not even... pitching to Joel. It's like, do you guys? I make the final decisions here. What the fuck is Joel doing? Do you have anything? Joel's I, like, this I, person wants a show. This person wants a show. I was like, Joel, this is my channel. Tell them to come to me. Talk to me. You're like, I love you. So like, I didn't, I didn't obviously it's like, yeah, whatever SP3 wants to do. Cool. Uh, these other people, what are we doing? Come to me. Talk to me about this stuff. Go to Joel. Hey, they went to Jensen for Degrassi dudes. But so see us in about 20 minutes. We're going to be ranking all of the Degrassi couples, a, a, a Degrassi couples tier list. Myself, Steven Jensen and Alex, queen of the ring, our very first guest on our move to Fightful Overbook. There you go. SP3 also follow him at True Heel. SP3, the True Heel Heat, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff. Yeah, is is the Rewind show starting this Sunday? Is the first one going to be up on Sunday? Um, I believe it's next Sunday, but next, I got I should probably talk to Joel and find yeah. out these things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. We watch old school episodes of WWF Raw, WCW Nitro. We review the show for you and we let you know what was the better show. Romeo will have observer newsletters from the 90s. I'll nice. do some impressions of Goldust, Mankind, Paul Barra, and Undertaker promo. So it's always a good time on True Rewind. There you go. Uh, so that's next Sunday. We'll be debuting here on Fightful Overbook. Guys, we got content every single day on this channel. Much of it doesn't involve me. But we got we had a new show with uh, our, our pal Cher Delaware called Strong Style, where she reviews the fashion in wrestling. Uh, I'm sure she'll have plenty to say about certain people. Uh, so that's debuting at some point. I just posted a video of myself and Jared Bailey doing Bailey's box where he 
updates us on his dating life. SV3, ah. we got to get you. We got to get you in since you were there for the original. It's it's just it's a stupid bit show. Uh, it's like ten minutes, but that's on the channel right now that everybody can watch. SV3 is going to join us for that at Absolutely. some point because um, I think we're going to be doing that like one uh, like biweekly and stuff. But new new content every single day here on the channel. Different interviews, different different shows, different sketches. Some just rant non wrestling talk all the time. At least with me because I don't like wrestling. Uh, guys, appreciate <laughs> all the support. Alex, thanks for joining us. Next week, usually we do this show bi-weekly. I'm telling you this now, uh, SP3. Next week, we'll be doing a show, this show, uh, FMC, because it's the day after the trade deadline. And so oh, we awesome. got to talk, talk about the trade deadline. I originally wanted to do like a live trade deadline show. And then I realized it's Thursday at 3 o'clock. And I have the spotlight to do Thursday at 3 o'clock. <laughs> so, and then Will does Day After Dynamite uh, on this channel. So I think we'll just do an episode of FMC tomorrow, or not tomorrow, um, next Friday morning, and we'll talk about the trade deadline if you're cool with that. I am down. Let's and do we'll it. talk Super Bowl. We'll talk Super Bowl as well. So plenty to talk about next week. Uh, guys, appreciate y'all. Again, stick around. SB3, Steven Jensen, Alex Queen of the Ring, Degrassi Dudes, and one gal coming up at 10 o'clock right here. Guys, we'll catch y'all then. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.